From KALW in San Francisco, this is Bread and Circus. Do you ever get the impression that the media doesn't take life very seriously? You've probably heard the saying, gotta kiss a few frogs before you find your prince, right? Ladies, you're wearing the wrong bra. Because thousands of cucumbers slid all over the highway. Were there any stars in danger? So you want to get a beer without ever getting off the couch, my friends? We're talking about Twinkies. We're here to take you beyond that bread and circus and serve up news that matters. I'm Holly Kernan. Green jobs now! Green jobs now! Those are the voices of the future. They want to work in what's come to be known as green jobs, installing solar panels and tankless hot water heaters, converting vegetable oil to fuel, practices that help combat the effects of global warming. And they're finally hitting the mainstream. In the marketplace, that means renewable energy industries are worth big money, already $40 billion a year worldwide. These new industries hold the promise of putting tens of thousands of people to work in the U.S. KALW's Christy Cole reports on how going green might bring an urban renaissance to blue-collar towns. Good morning, everybody! At a little before 9 o'clock on a recent Tuesday morning, hundreds of people are gathered at a rally in front of Oakland's Franco Gawa Plaza. MC Ian Kim from the Ella Baker Center engages the crowd. You guys remember the energy crisis of 2000 and 2001 in California, the Enron scandal? When that happened, there were some energy companies that all raised their rates at the same time while we were in an energy crisis. A number of California cities, including Oakland, sued the energy companies. The energy companies settled. So they said, well, we didn't do anything wrong, but California, we'll give you back a billion dollars. And some of that money has come to the city of Oakland. That money was intended to help the city become more energy efficient. Oakland City Council member Nancy Nadal thinks it should be used to help the city's low-income communities. Who got hurt the most from the outrageous energy gouging we experienced? Certainly the lowest-income folks who have little elasticity in their purse strings for the basics of heat and light. Doesn't it therefore make perfect sense that at least a sector of the population that got hit the hardest will be given an opportunity to benefit in more ways than one? Those benefits, says Ian Kim, are to come in the form of jobs. I am excited to say that in the proposed budget for the settlement money, there's a a component of that budget to provide seed funding for our first time ever Green Jobs Corps training program. The seed money has been sown, and the jobs are starting to emerge from the industrial landscape that makes up much of Oakland. Jobs like installing weather stripping and insulation in buildings, and cultivating vegetable farms in neighborhoods that have no grocery stores. Many urban areas are in dire need of these jobs. Like other towns built on industry, Oakland has struggled for years as manufacturing jobs moved overseas. Currently, one-fifth of Oakland's population lives below the poverty line. We have to start giving our young people hope and opportunity again. Van Jones is president of the Ella Baker Center for Human Rights. There have to be those entry-level jobs, those, those, those transitional jobs, those, those second-chance jobs that kind of get people on that pathway out of poverty. Jones says these green jobs aren't like jobs in manufacturing, the service sector, or the computer industry. They're good vocational uh, work, but they can't be outsourced. You can't send that job to India or China. You know, you've got to weatherize the buildings, millions of them here in the United States. You've got to build you know, solar farms and wind farms and all those things. It's all work that has to be done here in the United States. So it's a very exciting 
way to fight both uh, poverty and pollution at the same time. Oakland City Council showed its support for this new movement in June by unanimously approving a measure that will put a quarter of a million dollars into a Green Job Corps training program. Well, Oakland is the first city to declare uh, a Green Jobs Corps for itself, and I think there's going to be many, many cities. Like the neighboring city of Richmond. Can you grab the bolts, Tim? Please. Oh, you got the screws? It's a sweltering spare-the-air day, a day when Bay Area public transit is free and when people are encouraged to reduce their energy use. And so it's fitting that a small group of young adults is busily installing solar panels on the roof of a house in East Richmond. The atmosphere here is electric, and that's to be expected because these young trainees, like Andre Collins, are the embodiment of Van Jones's green economy vision. They're green because they're healthy and they're right for the people and the environment. And they're green also because they're taking the people who would otherwise be poor and putting green in their pockets. So it's a good, it's a good Collins is one of 15 Richmond residents who are completing a nine-week training program in solar panel installation. This program is run by Grid Alternatives, a nonprofit that installs solar in low-income communities. GRID uses volunteers recruited by local youth employment and job training organizations. This installation is a graduation of sorts, and so these trainees are thinking about the job market. And I'm just proud to be a part of this, and I can't wait to make money. <laughs> then I heard uh, solo is a career, you can live pretty comfortable. Lafo Laulu is a 43-year-old native of Samoa. He spent more than 20 years working in a warehouse, making $7 an hour, while raising five children in San Francisco's Bayview District. He wanted to provide a better, safer home for his family. And Laulu says one incident really pushed him to make a change. You know, I was going to church one day. My son uh, said, Dad, I just somebody yeah, saw somebody got shot in the head and got shot in his body, and his blood was squirting out of his head. Violence is part of the landscape in economically depressed communities. And Laulu realized that if he could get into a growing industry like solar he could improve his life tremendously. He applied for Alternatives in Community Energy, a training program sponsored by the city of San Francisco and Bayview-Hunters Point community advocates. Laulu graduated from the program in 2006. He got a job with Grid Alternatives, helping to train others to install solar. And he was able to move his family to San Leandro. Turned out, uh, you know, solar is, is good for me. That's what I was looking for. I'm moving up uh, uh, slowly for surely, and uh, I'm happy for that. More people like Laulu in cities across the country may get their own chance to make better lives for themselves, thanks to pending federal legislation. This bill will allow for three million workers here to be able to enjoy this kind of training and advancement. U.S. Congresswoman Hilda Solis from East Los Angeles is the author of a bill that was recently passed by the House of Representatives. The Green Jobs Act of 2007 would pledge half a billion dollars to train people to do green-collar work. We would open up the doors in our communities of color, those that are disadvantaged. We would allow for community colleges, vocational education, and labor-intensive apprenticeship programs to be a vehicle to help enhance this workforce that is so direly needed in our country. More leaders are promoting green jobs programs. This fall, the U.S. Senate will take up Solis's green jobs bill. And Democratic presidential hopeful John Edwards is talking on the stump about a green-collar jobs training initiative. They all want to change the fortunes of struggling blue-collar cities like Oakland and Richmond. Chronic unemployment and low investment in education and training have turned what were once fertile employment centers into barren landscapes overrun by violence, especially among young people of color.
Van Jones and other leaders believe creating green jobs will not only revitalize the economy and the environment, but also reinsert something that has long been missing from these communities, hope. For KALW News in Richmond, California, I'm Christy Cole. You can hear all of our stories and send us your comments and suggestions at KALW.org. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Holly Kernan. Support for this public radio podcast comes from Vanguard, offering investments designed to help individuals and institutions reach their long-term financial goals. 1-888-VANGUARD.